This is Joe Burns. And Chad P. Hey, thanks for listening to the Rock School Podcast. We think you'll learn something. Now remember, if you want to hear the show with all the music in place, go to kslu.org and stream the show live Thursdays at 5. And Sundays at 4. It's a new show every week. Now enjoy this week's Rock School radio show. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. It's time for school. Rock School with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. That's right. If I'm throwing the party, I picked a beer. And Chad P. What song would you like to be awakened to in space? Class is in. Hey, it's Rock School right here on the Rock School Radio Show. My name is Joe Burns. Uh, are you asleep? Why are you asleep? Uh, my head hurts. Why does your head hurt? It is so full of knowledge That's and true. facts. Like That's they true. came in here and just like yes. brainwashed me. Yeah, the last four shows, if you didn't hear, were lecture series shows with a couple of PhDs, and they're not here now. It's it's like we're empty nesters. Well, uh, the room's empty, but I'm telling you, my yeah, brain cannot fit, fit one more fact <laughs> into it. I mean, religion, science politics history protests sure. history all that go pick up the shows if you haven't seen them the website has them they're on the podcast page chad what's the website kslu.org look for the rock school chalkboard and there they are there they are now today we're going to talk about a science question a science oh, story another one yeah i know i'm going to see if i can fill your brain do you know what voyager 1 and voyager 2 are yeah those are uh, space Things. things right space, space things yeah. right solve for x no <laughs> they were shot off in september and august of 1977 respectively voyager one voyager two now they had no crew no they're unmanned they were meant to be shot off out and leave our galaxy for why though why hopefully in case there's intelligent life out there it would find it so you mean to tell me that they just shot these things off yeah. hoping that yeah. they would somehow land in an alien's backyard yeah like throwing a stick in your neighbor's backyard what we're hoping, apparently, is that whatever finds it is more E.T. than Decepticon. Because <laughs> we want whatever shows up to say, we like you, rather than we will destroy you. I mean, did they make any type of calculated guess about where... I mean, that's like me going I'm outside and shooting a slingshot into a tree and hoping to hit a squirrel. Well, I don't... Why are you hitting animals? I'm, but anyway, yes, uh, I think they did shoot it in general directions that this is your best shot uh-huh. they shot it at stars uh-huh. that may very well contain galaxies that hope listen to me i'm like carl sagan i know look at that you sounds like so I that was, was 1977 about. how are they right. doing what's well, the progress they left the galaxy uh, just gone. now yeah they, yesterday <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was checking it out uh-huh. no they're, they're gone but why do we care about this in a music show because we need content on the side of these Voyagers is a record. Wait, what? An, a record. A vinyl record? Of No. It is a uranium and gold record. Ooh. So it sold half a million copies. It <laughs> contains <laughs> almost 90 minutes of music. And we're going to talk about what music is on it, how the music was chosen, and what songs were supposed to be on it but didn't get on it because of... 
copyright. Well, let's let's play something, and when we come back, I'd like to for you to first tell me why did yeah. they decide to sure. launch something into space with a record on it? <laughs> and, and is the is the alien that finds it going to be able to? Is the alien going to say in alien language, Martha? Martha the alien. Martha. Martha? Get my record player. Right. Let's start with one that has nothing to do with Voyager, but it's pretty cool in terms of space. Rocket Man. Here's Elton John, Rock School. She packed my bags last night, pre-flight. I think it's gonna be a long, long time. Rock School, as we talk about songs in space. Can you put an echo on that word space? I think so. Okay. Uh, I don't know why I asked you, because it will just echo when you do it. Mm -hmm. All right. (laughs) We're talking about the Voyager 1 and the Voyager 2, which is now left our space galaxy. And I'm trying to use words that don't sound like the only space knowledge that I have was gotten to me from lost in space. But (laughs) the Voyager 1 and the Voyager 2 have on the side of it a gold record. Contains 90 minutes of music. Let me tell you a little bit about this thing. It is a gold-plated record, which is mainly copper, and you think, how, is, you know, how are these aliens that find it going to play it? Well, a needle comes with it. Oh, look at that. Plus instructions <laughs> on how to build a phonograph. In what? English? Well, I think it's pictures. These guys are sure doing a lot of assumptions. Yeah. <laughs> you, th- you hope that what finds it is an intelligent being mm-hmm. and not something like at the beginning of 2001 a space odyssey where they're just sort of beating on the giant bit of honey with a you know the jawbone of an ass you exactly. hope that's not what they're doing mm-hmm. there's also uranium plated into it that a future race could use to date it uh-huh ah. but you have failed to answer my question what's that why 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 just you know we are here well, you know, it's the question why did you climb mount everest because it's there you know, why do you rob banks? That's where the money is. Why did you rob? Why did you steal a train? Okay. It's on tracks. Okay. Say there is some type of death race out there <laughs> that loves to just go around from place to place and hurt, uh-huh. maim, and destroy. You've seen and too for many some, Star Wars for, movies. No, 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 no. All for right. some reason or another, they haven't found us yet. Well, we don't want to do that. This is our way of going, hey, <laughs> over here. <laughs> come, come hurt us. Okay. We don't want to do that. Huh? Why do we, we as a race, don't want to do that? No. Why do we assume that every alien race wants to do that? Why do we assume that they're of, friendly? Think of the logic of that. I don't want to. There My brain's a, full. Think of the logic. Now, you've, you've got an alien race that looks around and goes, well, we've mastered the travel through space thing. Were they led by right. Ronald Reagan? <laughs> right, Gorgon. <laughs> What do you think we should do now? Yeah, we should probably go to other planets and and introduce ourselves and try to find common ground. No, we should blow them out of the galaxy. Oh, whatever. You know, I don't understand the logic of that. Mm. It, it makes for good movies, but the logic of it doesn't make any sense well, to me. Well, guess what? I don't understand the logic of shooting a rocket into space with a record on it just so that we can let people know we're here. Well, when you hear the rock music that's on it, you kind of understand. Oh, okay. Major countries in the world got to choose different songs that could go on to it. Mm -hmm. Most of it is classical. Most of it is folk. 
type music, the music yeah. that represents their country. Yeah. Well, the good old United States of America oh, God. What decided we, what we that we would, well, we're right there after Mexico. Mexico got to pick and then we went next. And mm-hmm. rather than choosing something, you know, large and full orchestration and all of that, we went, hmm, what would the aliens dig? Uh, what do we pick? How about Johnny Be Good? By Chuck Berry. That's what we got? That's right. Two, three, four. That's good. Really? Yes. Really? Chuck Berry. Seriously? Yes. George Gershwin? No. Jerome Kern? No. Irving Berlin? No. Aaron Copeland? No. We go with yes. Chuck Berry. Yes. Into space. Right. For future and, I guess, current alien races to who, find. Who would you have picked? Never mind. Don't answer that. No. <laughs> it's not who would you have picked. What I, Van Halen song would you yeah, have probably, selected? Probably. Uh-huh. Right. You know what would have kept away no, tell the me. alien races? What? You know, have you heard this song they call Eruption? <laughs> oh, we must not attack the tiny blue and green planet. <laughs> What's funny is when this thing took off in uh, 1977, Saturday Night Live did a bit on it where the aliens actually asked for more <laughs> of the music. Here, I have it. It sounds like this. A foreign planet actually sent us a message last week. Next week, the government will reveal the message to the public. (laughs) You see, it all started on August 20th, 1977, when NASA put up a recording of the sounds of Earth on Voyager 1. A two-hour-long tape included uh, natural sounds of uh, of animals, a French poem by Baudelaire, a passage from the Koran in Arabic, messages from President Carter, United Nations Secretary Kurt Waldheim, music, everything from classical to Chuck Berry. Uh, and you're saying that the uh, another civilization is civilization is uh, found the tape? Yes, they sent us a message that actually proves it. It may be just four simple words, but it is the first positive proof that other intelligent beings inhabit the universe. Uh, what are the four words, Kakur? The four words that came to us from outer space. The four words that will appear on the cover of Time magazine next week are. Send more Chuck Berry. There you go. That's Steve Martin. That's actually in the bit there. That's awesome. Now, we as the United States got to choose two more songs. Oh, did we now? Right. Now, of course, we have to go with Gershwin, Kern. Who else did you say? Copeland. Berlin. Irving Berlin. White Christmas. Right. Irving Berlin. Yeah. Got it. Perfect, right? No, 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 no. After uh, India's oh. choice, uh, after oh. the aliens are, are boogieing along, uh, <laughs> we went with, okay, this one's pretty cool. What? We went with Dark Was the Night, Cold Was the Ground by Blind Willie Johnson. It's pretty cool. It's an old blue song, but it's not Gershwin, Kern, Berlin, or Copeland. <sighs> Sounds like this. Go USA. Rock school.
Ooh, me, 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 yeah. me, me, yes, me, the, me, The young man in the back with the long hair. Yes, I have a question, please. Yes, go ahead. Let's say the Voyager accidentally collides with an asteroid. That could easily happen. And when the extraterrestrials yes. get it... We'll call them Al. Sure. The record skip. The record skips. Yeah, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. Johnny, be good. Johnny, be good. Johnny, be good. Why do these people like this kind of repetitive music? And then we end yes. up making them mad. Oh, see, there you go. And they come down here and hurt, maim, and destroy us! Once again, why would they want to do that? It makes for a good movie. Uh-huh. Why do they want to do it? Well, see, Pops, I'm a realist. I understand. Carl Sagan was the guy that was in charge of putting all the elements on this record. Not only does it have music, it has pictures, it has uh, different sounds, different people speaking, it has different languages, both machine languages and human languages. Mm -hmm. It has Braille on Mm -hmm. it. If played front to back, it's almost two hours of sound and then lots and lots and lots of pictures. There was supposed to be more music on it. The story goes that two songs were left off. Okay. Now, as I said, many countries were allowed to choose a song to go on it. Okay. Well, Carl Sagan himself wanted a song. He wanted a Beatles song on it. He wanted Here Comes the Sun. Mm -hmm. Isn't that nice? Sure. The Beatles wanted to do it. They said, yes, we want our song on that. We want to be in space forever. Wouldn't you? Absolutely, of I would. Of course, I would too. No matter how silly you think it is shooting this thing into space, yeah. I would want to be right. on well, it, the of way course. You're, the way you're pitching this thing, it, it sounds like happen. he didn't get his way. No, he didn't get his way. Why? Why? EMI Records refused to release the rights before the probes were launched. They wouldn't give copyright to NASA to shoot the song into space. Now, let's logic this out here. That's a dumb PR move on your part. You're not kidding. Let's logic this out. Why? Yeah. Why? Why? We want it one time. Okay, two times. I'm sorry. Two times to never be played on Earth to (laughs) shoot into space. Mm Mm-hmm. What was EMI going to... How are we going to collect royalties from the... uh, the aliens yeah. when they're playing it. Well, according to Chad, when they come to Earth to destroy us, maybe we can figure out a royalty span from they them have, and garner money. But they have to stop at currency exchange first. That's right, because their money is kind of triangular shaped. And, and slimy. We have no idea how to uh-huh. actually turn it. Well, that was dumb. It was dumb on a level I can't tell you. There was another one that didn't make it. I'll tell you what that one is. And by the way, America has three songs on the record. Hey. The third one's pretty cool. Okay. I'll tell you what the third one is. We'll tell you what the second one is that didn't get on the record. But the Beatles? Really? Really. Daddy just put it on. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Sue me? Yeah. It's in space. (laughs) Here are the Beatles. Rock school. All right, first break here on Rock School. Rather than continuing on with Voyager 1 and Voyager 2, let me take the break and give you a couple little pieces of other information I found. This is according to NASA's History Division. Are you old enough to remember 
all of the people being shot up into space? Do you remember the, uh, let's see, the Skylab? Do you remember the shuttles going up and the fact that they used to play music to wake them up in the morning? No, not really. Not really? No. It used to be kind of a big thing about what music was used to wake them up in the morning. Mm-hmm. They, they, the astronauts, would either be asked or more likely their family would be asked. Well, so they, they, they needed some type of noise to wake oh, sure. them up. They couldn't just... Well, it's dark. Well, okay. They didn't have anything to wake them up. It's not like they, you know, did an alarm clock and wound it up. Why? It would float away. Right. I, I realize that. But usually whenever I have slept long enough, I just wake up. Doesn't uh, matter I, if it's dark outside or not. I think they're on more of a schedule than, <laughs> than you and I are. Uh <laughs> According to NASA's history division, they began playing music to wake up astronauts during the Gemini program. This is when it was just a rocket rocket, mm-hmm. and they were inside a little capsules. Yeah. The official wake-up timeline starts with Gemini 6A, which just was overnight December 15th to December 16th, 1965. Here's a nice piece of trivia. The first song played to wake a person up was Hello, Dolly, sung by Jack Jones. Oh, You'd think it would be something greater than that. Yeah, because right now you play that, that might have the reverse effect. It would, put you right back to sleep. Mm -hmm. Also, interestingly enough, what was the first piece of music played in space? Stafford and Shira, instead of having it played for them, Mm -hmm. they took a harmonica on their Gemini run, and they played the harmonica and a set of small bells because it was near Christmas. Cool. So the first music played from space was Jingle Bells. Nice. There you go. There Little you piece go. of uh, trivia there for you. So first one played to wake him up, Hello Dolly. First music played from space, Jingle Bells on a harmonica, and Little Small Bells Little played bells. by Stafford and Shira. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for playing us KLSU on the campus of Louisiana State University. And KSCL in Shreveport, Louisiana. Doc, do you know what they discovered in Shreveport? Was it space? No. No. It was the echo effect oh, that I just put on your voice. I love that digital that you've been putting on there. Originated in, fact, I'm in find, I'm going to find more ways and more reasons to say space during the remainder of the show. I don't doubt it. Get us on Facebook. Uh, is that good? Search Stop. Rock School Radio Show and like us. You really like us. Back in a minute on Rock School. So, did every country get the same number of selections? Oh, you no. said we got three. Yes. Well, we shot off the rockets. Well, that means <laughs> we're paying because for it's thing. happening on our soil. That's we right. get an extra cut. That's right. If I'm throwing the party, I pick the beer. <laughs> you bet. I'm the guy that's. I mean, I'm putting it up. I'm cleaning up. I'm washing the silverware afterwards. I'm picking the dessert. Awesome. You know, man. we get to pick a few. Mm-hmm. In case you're wondering, on this Voyager Gold record, Johann Sebastian Bach is the most represented artist. He is on there three times, with the addition of two pieces by Beethoven, which makes Germany the most represented country. Now they didn't pick the most, mm-hmm. however, because of Bach and Beethoven, they are the most represented country, followed by the United States as the most represented uh, uh, country. I said that the U.S. put three on there. Yes, you did. What is the third? You can have a little bit of fun with Johnny B. Good. You can have a little bit of fun with Blind Willie Johnson, which is going to make the people who are out there, the aliens, is he really blind? Well, he's wearing glasses, but he appears to be able to see because blind really just meant they wore glasses. There was very few. If, if everybody who was a blues artist 
was called blind was actually blind. Mm-hmm. Be a tremendous amount of blind people who were blues artists. So that just means that they would probably hurt Mame and destroy him last. Yes, because he couldn't see them coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'd be running away with the guitar in hand. Exactly. Our third choice was Melancholy Blues by Louis Armstrong and his Hot Seven. All right, bottom of the hour coming out of Louis Armstrong and his Hot Seven, representing jazz on the Voyager record. One more I want to play from the Voyager record, and I'll tell you about it. It didn't make it, but it was supposed to make it onto the record. But first, we have to do seven days in 70 seconds. Mr. Chad P., to my immediate left, has the Monday of these days, July 9th, all the way through July 15th. Gosh, it's Hot. <laughs> July 9th, as the Monday, Chad, go. July 9th, 1996, the Grateful Dead give their last concert with Jerry Garcia, and it was at Chicago's Soldier Field. July 10th, 1979, Chuck Berry you know, yep. starts a four-month sentence in jail for tax evasion. Don't tell the aliens. Yeah, for that reason, he shouldn't have gone. <laughs> July 11, 2000, Lars Ulrich, the drummer from Metallica, became the first witness to testify on copyright issues concerning file sharing and Napster. July 12th, 1962, the Rolling Stones come into being with their first ever performance at the Marquee Club, London. July 13th, 1998, Real Systems rolled out their Real System G2. That's actually the real player on the computer. It led to uh, streaming video and audio over the internet. July 14th, 1989, Cindy Lauper releases the first ever closed captions music video. It was called My First Night Without You. Can I do this one? I was going to say, you normally leave it to me to do the Sunday of the week, but you go ahead. Thank you. July 15th, 1998, Aerosmith had to cancel their tour after Joey Kramer, the drummer, was injured when the gasoline he was putting in his car burst into flames, and he ended up going to the hospital with second-degree burns. Not good. i got to wonder why that happened. Was he dumb? I mean, was he smoking while he was putting it in the tank? Because none of the metals... Should throw sparks. Could be anything, dude. Yeah, you got to wonder Could why be did that happen. What other group was supposed to be on the Voyager Golden Record? What what the story is, according to Carl Sagan, who wrote a, a whole book on just this record, the story goes that the committee that was formed to pick the songs themselves wanted a song. They wanted a Jefferson Airplane song on. I think Jefferson Airplane, well, remember this was 1977, and they were humongous at the time. Sure. Now, what song would it be? It's never said. What albums were out? Well, the albums Blows Against the Empire, Dragonfly, Red Octopus. Spitfire was out in 76, but that seems a touch late. My assumption is they wanted really good music, showing Earth at its best. What was the big hit at the time? Miracles. Mm-hmm. That was the monster. So I assume that's the song they wanted. They might have wanted a deep album cut, but you know, if you're going to show off, you're going to want to send a top 40 out to the aliens. So I think it was Miracles. That's well, my guess. Why didn't it go on? I don't know. Hmm. Space, time. Continual? I, maybe. Yeah, wormhole. Yeah. There you go. Miracles. Jefferson Airplane. Rock School.
Okay, second break here in Rock School, and I'm going to wrap up talking about this Voyager gold record here. I, I should have said this back when I talked about the Beatles not being allowed to put their song on because of EMI, yeah. but I just finished up Jefferson Airplane, so it does still seem to fit. Kathy Rigby, mm-hmm. the gymnast, the gymnast, right? Yeah, uh, well, they wanted to put a picture of her on the record, but apparently she made a stink out of it <laughs> the, to the committee. They said, well, this is the picture we want to put on. Oh, I don't really like that picture. I'll get back to you with a the picture. They dumped her. <laughs> they basically said, "Lady, we're doing this." Well, I'm not. I, I kind of want that other picture here. It is kind of like the woman at the party. Yeah. You know, well, don't take my picture. Uh, shut up and have a good time. You know. <laughs> forget it. Oh, by the way, I haven't done this in a while. Space. All right, there we go. What artist has been played in space the most? Oh, let's see. Um, I don't care. Rage Against the Machine. Yes. No. Uh, Elvis <laughs> Presley. Cool. Says here in 1981, Hound Dog, Release Me, Are You Lonesome Tonight? It's been played all over the place. It was used to wake people up. They use the term, Are You Lonesome Tonight? as Discovery separated from its payload. I thought that was kind of cute. <laughs> so to sum it up, Hound Dog has been played three times. Uh, Burn and Love and Return to Sender, which means they were coming home, yeah. has been played two times each, uh, followed by Release Me and Are You Lonesome Tonight? So five Elvis songs all together played numerous times. Elvis Presley is the most played man in space. That's cool. There you go. Radio Universidad, Salamanca, Spain. Thank you for running the radio show. And WBSD in Burlington, Wisconsin. Is you it bet. hot up there? It's probably gosh darn not. Because if it was, the cheese would melt. Oh, that's true. Huh? It would. It would. Back in a minute. Rock school. All right, coming out of the second break, let's talk a little bit more about NASA. I gave you the the concept of music being used to wake up these guys, mm-hmm. and the family's got to pick the music. You, I know you don't remember this. You're too young, and I'm really kind of a little young for it. But when the United States was in the space race, when the rockets went off, mm-hmm. especially when they were going to the moon, Apollo 10, first to plop down on the moon, first person on the moon, can you do it? Neil Armstrong. Good for you. It was, I mean, it was a national event. Yeah. It, I mean, people lived by their TVs. We were trying to get up there before Russia, correct? Uh, sure. Well, Russia got there first. Did they now? Well, not a human being. Ah. Uh, but they, you know, Sputnik, Sputnik. Okay, went up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, I'm not, I might be a little wrong on this, but I think they landed an element on the moon first. I mean, it hit, crashed, and it, like Voyager <laughs> will hit something. It sure. hit and crashed first, but they actually beat us to the moon, but not with a manned landing. Gotcha. And they've never actually put a man on the moon. We're the only country that has done it that we know of. <laughs> so, but and it was really a big thing and it it became sort of a an interesting piece of trivia. What song is waking the people up? There was also a neat piece of trivia. What was always the last song that the astronauts heard before they came home? Now, here's a good trivia question. The shuttles always touch down in Florida. Yeah. Right? Okay. They could have come down in California in case of inclement weather. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Did they ever come down in California? I don't you know. You don't know? No. But normally they, they touch down you know, somewhere in Florida. Mm-hmm. Where did the Apollos come down? Now, they splashed down in the water, but they shot off from different areas. But where were they coming back to generally? Do you know? No. Houston. Houston, so it, we have a problem. There okay. you go. It became kind of a, 
a, a tradition, if you will, to play the song by Dean Martin going to Houston ah. as the last piece of music that the astronauts would hear on their way back home. Sweet. And if you're my age or better, you, a little piece of trivia you probably knew. Went like this, Rock School. Talking about songs in space uh, for just a stop. few more minutes. Well, you keep putting the the echo effect on it for me. So, uh, I just give me give you a couple more that I found kind of interesting. Uh, on one Apollo flight, they awoke to, awakened the crew by playing Robert Goulet's "Singing on a Clear Day." I know you like Robert Goulet. Skylab. Do you remember Skylab? No, sure. Skylab was this big bucket of bolts that they put up into space. It's fallen to Earth since then, and it was to be sort of a, a I don't know what you call it, a, a, a lab in the sky. You were a supposed sky to lab. Be, yeah, huh. Wow. You're supposed to be able to do you know experiments up there and live up there for extended periods of time. Mm-hmm. For a short while, there was only one guy in it. Oh. One guy, I mean, not for like a day or two, but for like a long time. What do you do after a while? You know, it's like that Tom Hanks movie. Did he start talking to a volleyball? <laughs> and why would there be a volleyball in Skylab? Yeah. They played Lonely Bull for him by Herb Albert and the Tijuana Brass. Well, that's just rubbing salt in the water. I think right so. There. The shuttle Columbia, at one point in time in uh, 1981, was awoken every day by one of the Muppets pigs in space comedy routines, which I thought was a pretty good idea. <laughs> and the one I think is, is most interesting with uh, July the 4th having just come to uh, come to pass. Apollo 17's command module, nicknamed America, was awoken by the city of New Orleans. Why? Why not? Good morning, America. How are you? Rock School. Okay, last break here on Rock School. We got about a minute to talk, and then we're going to wrap it up with Elvis Presley, the most played man in space. All right, brother. Yep. You're in space. Okay. You are in a little capsule, mm-hmm. and you are sawing space logs. What song is it you would like to be awakened, awakened, gotten up by? What song do they play to wake me up? Yeah, what song would you want to play? I'm taking an Aerosmith song, dude. Which one? Which one? Oh, I got to pick. Oh, yeah. Uh, Love in an Elevator. It's one of my favorites. Why would you play that? That's dumb. What? What? I, it what is. Do you mean I'm dumb. No, no. It, no, you're not dumb. The song is dumb because Why? listen to the lyrics. Love in an elevator, living it up when I'm going down. You wake up at the wrong time, you're going to think there's a problem. Oh, no, huh? yeah. See that? I think get these out things of here. Through. Get out of I here. I think with these that. things through. Ask me. What song would you like to be awakened to in space? Whams, wake me up before you go go. Because it's a problem what? on Earth. But think about it in zero gravity. You're going to be cleaning up all day. Oh, it just blows yeah. the whole morning. Are, are we done? It really does. Yes, are as a matter done? of fact, we are. Because this is... The most played man in space <laughs> is Elvis Presley. Hound Dog, Return to Sender. Either one of them is uh, one of the most played songs in space. I like Return to Sender. Sounds like this. I'm Joe Burns. I'm Chad P. Space. Class is dismissed. Uh-huh.